Welcome in to your retirement untangled with Andrew Nida and Mo Param. Asset Management Group's private client podcast. Andrew Nida here with Moise Param. Guys, we are hope you are having a wonderful week this Friday, closing it out March 17th. St. Patty's Day. Absolutely. Got our local Kennesaw State basketball team playing here in just a few hours, right? Yeah, taking on Xavier. Xavier, man, it's going to be a big game. We'll yeah. see what happens. Let's go, let's go Owls, right? Yeah, let's go Owls, man. Let's pull for our home team. What, Division What Division 1, 3A or something? Oh, don't ask me about my Kennesaw basketball. I don't know <laughs> anything <laughs> okay. about Kennesaw. I don't either. But, but, what, 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 but we're go. supporting them today. Absolutely, man. One of the top Georgia teams here that's playing in the finals. March Madness tournament, so we'll see what happens. But uh, anyway, listen, we got we got a lot of content we want to cover with you guys today. A lot of information that's extremely important, um, and some updated updates on you know some things coming down the pipeline. So please stay tuned throughout the entire show. I think it's necessary that this information gets out. Um, and of course, there'll be other correspondence that's going to follow this starting next week. Uh, first and foremost, though, quick personal update: I am finally moving into our finally, house finally. yes and uh super pleased about that so we are actually after this podcast this morning i got a few phone calls i got to make and then i'm going to try to head out and and go ahead and jump on it and get get things going so um how's it yeah. feel uh it's well you know we're not quite fully completed we don't have a completed house so in some aspects i'm a little anxious a little nervous yeah. you know there's some things we got to wrap up uh you know, painters made made some mistakes, so we got to try to clean that up and see what happens. But, um, but nonetheless, to be able to be in a house again, it seems like we've been living in kind of limbo since what uh, October, you know. And so it'll be nice to get settled back into our hometown community there in Adairsville. And and yeah, once again, guys, if you want to check out the finished, well, not finished product, but close to finished product, go on your Instagram page to Our Historic Home One Hundred and Twenty. Go on there, check it out. Uh, our historic home, one twenty. See some pictures there, and uh, but anyway, great, great project, and just on the home stretch. So yeah. good to go. Yeah, and on, on my note, you know, we uh, I had a health scare earlier uh, at the well, I guess at the end of last week. Yeah, for um, sure. Started seeing uh, blurry vision, a little bit of instability, and uh, ended up being diagnosed with vertigo, which is scary. Like had to go to the hospital. Yeah, went to the I hospital. I couldn't shake it. Yeah, I just couldn't shake it. At first, I, I, I know. I, I just thought it was maybe. Uh, at first, I thought it was just you know they say when your eyes go at you know at forty forty five like it just goes. So I thought maybe I just need some glasses. Maybe my vision is starting to uh, get impaired. But yeah, with between, but I just I literally could not control my balance. Went to the hospital on uh, on Monday, and then diagnosed me with vertigo. So finally feeling better. So it's about a for no, about a five day, you know, kind of uh, process of just, you know, just losing my balance. So I was out of the office for most of this week. And then it, during my stay at the hospital, kind of found out my blood, pr- my blood pressures like through the roof. That was it. That was probably most concerning. To that me. was most concerning. Yeah. Like, cause if you guys know Mo, you know, he's healthy in shape, like not as good as me, but I'm just like, <laughs> nah, he's, he's, he's healthy. So like blood pressure, 170 over like 110 or something like that. Yeah. I'm like, well, that's ridiculous. Yeah. That doesn't make sense. Something's going on. Yeah. So I've been monitoring it the last, what, four days now. And, you know, I have a his- I have family history of high blood pressure. So it may just be a genetic thing. Right. Uh, so, you know, now I've got to start changing my diet and, 
you know, start watching my sodium intake and everything of that sort. So yeah, you can't just rely on natural genetics. Thank yeah. goodness. You know, not all of us can do that anyway. <laughs> so you can join, the, join but, the party. But put it this way. If this is what I look just by doing nothing, imagine what I'm going to look like when oh I actually take, 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 it's uh, freaking ridiculous. take it seriously. It's embarrassing. Let's Beast move season's on. coming. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> oh, but man. But prayers, prayers. Thank you for those who called. And uh, yeah, obviously prayers. If y'all can uh, send some prayers or, or any advice, if anyone has challenges with uh, uh, with high blood pressure and they can recommend any type of diets, exercise to to help monitor it. Obviously, the last thing I want to do is take medication. But if anyone has any recommendations, thoughts, uh, let me know. We'll definitely be appreciated. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Been a, been an interesting week nonetheless. And, you know, it's been an interesting week personally, but also in, in business and in the markets. I mean, you guys know uh, we, we mentioned really lightly about SVB. Silicon Valley Bank last week when all this news was kind of coming out and then, you know, what Signature Bank was Signature right Bank there with them. Yep. And so, you know, we're, we get to a week later and, and I'm not so sure there's a lot of great information out there. You know, it at least the reasoning behind, you know, why they're saying that the bank defaulted or failed, if you will. In in my opinion, I'm not so sure I'm buying it. I, you know, it's, it, it's hard to believe that you, you take people who are you, what you would perceive to be very successful, wise uh, financial stewards leading a bank like Silicon Valley Bank, which is by by no means a small you no, know think, banking uh, institution. Two hundred fifty billion in assets, right? Right, two hundred fifty billion. So, so for them to to make the decisions that they made, at least that they're claiming that they made, right? Over allocated, not just over allocated, but like literally a significant amount of resources shoved into long duration notes. And at a time in which interest rates are, you know, at all time lows, right? And then, which which is right out of the gate, I don't know. I can't fully comprehend why that decision was even made because it's, you know, it's not made by one person, you know, it's made by a panel, yeah. uh, you know, a board and, and, you know, they, they overweighted that position. And then of course, you know, not long after the feds come out and said, Oh, by the way, we're going to start throwing rates up target of 5%. And of course the rest is history, liquidity problems. And then bam, they, they're in the position that they're in. And, and I think there's just, there's gotta be more news there, you yeah. know? Yeah. There's more, there's, there's just more that's going to shake up. Uh, from it, in my opinion. And yeah, the, the ramifications behind it, right? What does it mean for larger banks? You know, obviously JP Morgan has come to the rescue in some aspects, obviously w- with the federal government as well. But what does it do to the the smaller, you know, regional regional banks? You know, what, what uh, uh, you know, if, if they're going to have to hold more liquidity, uh, which is probably what's going to happen, you know, mm-hmm. to help avoid or hopefully avoid this from happening again. You know, what does that do to them? You know, what does it do to the investing population within the financial sectors? You know, are these banks going to be more attractive or less attractive now? Right. You know, right. between investing in a larger bank like a JP Morgan versus a, you know, a mid to small tier bank. Well, and I think, I think too, the, the message surrounding this story is probably as concerning or as pivotal as the actual challenge that SVB is having in and of itself. And the message that has been, been, you know, pushed out there is we, the government, once again, are willing to step in and cover well beyond what we're actually responsible to cover, okay, which is what the FDIC requirement is, to the extent that we're going to cover all deposits on behalf of someone who made a very poor decision. 
And, you know, to me, that message, you know, once again, if I'm a client of, of the bank itself, my resources are tied up in this bank. I'm very thankful for the fact that that I'm going to be fully guaranteed on the values of, of what resources I had with the institution. With that said, um, what message does that push out to to the world, or at least, you know, the U.S. economy in the banking sector? Mm-hmm. You know what? What It's OK now if I make dumb decisions as leadership in a leadership position. And it's OK because even if we screw up, who cares? Right. Right. Can we short our own position, default the bank and the government bail us out? And we can just keep operating and everybody else got rich. Yeah. Like, what are we doing? Yeah. You know, so I think I think the message is very interesting, too. I think I think, you know, the government stepping in, although beneficial to the people affected by, you know, the bank mistake, leadership mistake. um, It is going to be interesting to see how that evolves over time with other banks and how they perceive that. You know, I don't know how you could choose to bail out one and not the other type of thing. Yeah. When does it stop? Right. Right. If 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 the calamity continues to happen and there's more banks that continue to to fall, to falter. You know, when does the check, when does the the printing stop? Right, right. And we know, listen, you know, we're talking about this. We're not fully disconnected that all of this matters to you. You know, you guys are clients and all this matters to to your uncertainty and concern, you know, about your money being invested and, and of course, your relationships with banks. Uh, I'd like to throw this out there. Mo and I were talking about this before we went on the podcast. I'd like to, we would like to interview Maybe someone that is either A, has a history in banking um, and or currently serves in leadership for a bank, which I know that may be a conflict of interest. But, but you know, if you guys know anybody that would be willing, and of course, we're going to reach out to a few of our colleagues, but know anybody that would be willing just to simply uh, inter- be interviewed with questions such as, you know, what do our clients need to be thinking? What, what do they need to be thinking? And what questions do they need to be asking? to ensure that they have a confident relationship within their bank. Mm -hmm. You know, I think those are very, uh, those would be good questions to know, to ask, to build that confidence within that banking relationship. Yeah, I think, I think so. Because, you know, for the most part, it was simple, right? You you put your money into a bank and, you know, you had that FDIC insured amount and you just knew that as long as the bank, you know, was there, there was some, you had confidence in overall banking system. Right. Um, But, you know, has this, has this shaken your confidence? Let's go crypto. I'm just, (laughs) (laughs) oh man. Anyway. So uh, other stuff happening though, CPI up, core CPI up 0.5, right? CPI rose 0.4% for the month of February. Core CPI was up 0.5, which actually greater than what it was in January. Now core CPI, doesn't include, I think, food and, and energy, but, but nonetheless, um, you know, still persistent, still pushing inflation, still pressing in, mm-hmm. um, you know, next week's a big week guys. It's a big week to, to, to kind of get some ideas of what the feds are thinking, the decisions they make, yeah. um, in light of the challenges that we have faced this past week with banking. Um, I think it's going to be very interesting to see how the feds perceive that information and what they ultimately believe is the right next step. Um, I would say, you know, I, I think we're still calling for a hike, probably 25 basis points, maybe 50, not saying it's the right decision, but, but I think that that's, you know, once again, that's the feds and Powell's 
approach. It's been that way. So that's my prediction anyway. Yeah. Yeah. You know, but yeah, I mean, there's, would they tighten it up because of what happened or would they kind of, you know, how much of their decisions have, have currently changed? Right. Because of what's happened last week. That's exactly right. Exactly. So, so anyway, next week's a big week. So we'll keep you guys updated and posted on, on that information as it comes to pass. Um, want to talk uh, more importantly on the show about some changes, some things coming down the pipeline. Now you guys know that Mo and I have been talking about this merge with Charles Schwab. Okay. And, you know, in essence, it's, you know, rubber's starting to meet the road. Things are starting to have to happen. And a lot of these things are really, really positive and good things for you guys and for us from a, you know, honestly, from an efficiency standpoint, right? Some of the challenges we've had on the TD Ameritrade platform in years past is just not being able to run the strategy that we desire with the multiple uh, uh, strategist approach within an account. Okay. Which is why some of you guys, if you look at your retirement accounts or investment accounts, you're going to see not one IRA, but two IRAs or not one joint account, but three joint accounts or whatever that may look like. And so one of the first major steps in this process, uh, which is going to be the project that we start with and, and start, you know, going down that road is account consolidation. Mm. Okay. Now that's huge for you guys because now, just the simplicity of like tax documents, you know, I need only one document for my IRA, not three because I have three IRAs, just, you know, something very simple, a transition that we are now able to make and we're working toward. So we're super excited about getting you guys in that position where we're able to consolidate these accounts. It doesn't mean that the strategy is changing or, or the investments are even changing. It just means that we're able to now blend in these approaches within one account instead of having so many different separate accounts. So we're super excited about being able to start that project, um, you know, through the lens of starting this project and through all that we're facing with the economy, what Mo and I have decided to do is basically say, you know what, our goal is to, is to really use this opportunity to revisit uh, with each of you your your plan, your risk tolerance, and the strategy as we go through this uh, consolidation transition. Okay, so what we're uh, literally about to do, and these are going to be further messages and videos coming out next week about this, but our team is getting ready to work with you guys on scheduling reviews, um, and and we'll obviously explain the process in preparation for that review because it's going to look a little bit different. And the reason it's going to look a little bit different is because we want to use some of the new technology that we have invested in to, to allow you to engage in a, in a more relative way from a risk standpoint to the story of your investments. So uh, Mo and I will put out a video to talk about what the process looks like, but here's what I want you to do for today. I want you to keep it in the back of your mind that you're going to get contacted from our team here at Asset Management Group sometime next week. Okay, our team is going to be and they're equipped to begin the 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 scheduling process. Now, we're not trying to see every client tomorrow. Okay, <laughs> so so be mindful of your schedule over the next several you know two months. Let's say okay, we would like to be uh, have the opportunity to get in front of each of you over the next uh, you know few months between now and the end of May. Let's let's get together. Let's talk through the story. Let's get the results from this new test that we want you to take on risk profiling. 
Let's measure it up against the strategy, make the changes we need to make, and then do the consolidation and get back on track. So uh, that's our big project that's coming up. Super excited about it. And all you need to do is just keep your eyes open via email and, of course, the podcast uh, and the text messaging, uh, because that's going to be important for us connecting with you over the next several weeks. Yeah. Is that good? Yeah. I miss anything? No, I think you hit it all. I'm excited about it. All right. Well, the only thing we want to end with then is um, rule number one. You control what matters most. The Laws of Wealth. Once again, it's a book that Mo and I will purchase for you. Okay. Now that's a little bit of a gamble because neither him or I have fully read the book. Okay. <laughs> but, but we are working through this. We, uh, we've working through it together, like a little bit of a book, a book club, if you will. And, um, so anyway, we we have a little bit of a slow start because we want everyone, many of you guys have reached out and said, Hey, I'd like to, you know, jump in, take a look at the book and maybe work together, skim through it with you guys week after week. And, and so this week, just covering rule number one here, uh, page 22, chapter, I'm just playing, (laughs) but uh, rule number one, you control what matters most. And basically the concept is this, the the truth is that investors behavior is a better predictor of wealth creation than fund selection or market timing. Mm. Okay. No one dreams about not panicking making regular contributions and maintaining a long-term focus. There's so much about investing that's against our natural uh, being, our natural self. And so the number one rule is, is honestly, it's our behavior, which matters. And I want to, I want to give you a quick story. I'm going to pass it to Mo here to, to make truth of this there. If you look back from year 2000 to year 2010, year 2000 to year 2010, also noted as the lost decade over that decade, G, I'm, I'm sorry, CGM or CGMFX was the highest returning stock fund, giving investors an 18.2 annualized return year over year. Okay, 18.2%. And if you chose that stock, way to go. You killed it. Here's the problem. The average investor that owned CGMFX X during the time dated January 1st, year 2000 to December 31st of 2010, lost 10% of their money. Wow. Lost 10% of their money. And it wasn't because the stock didn't deliver the return. It was because the behavior of the investor associated with the stock in relation to what was happening in the economy during that time. It was the behavior that got them in trouble, not the stock itself. Yeah. Yeah, it says here the vol the, the volatility nature of the fund, right? Obviously, to get eighteen percent during that time frame, it was obviously a lot of volatility. Meant that investors piled in after most gains were already realized, bailed out during times of loss, and then rinsed and repeat. Right? That's crazy. It's crazy. Here's another story. In nineteen ninety nine, in nineteen ninety nine, at a time when stocks were at their most expensive point in history. Americans were allocating nearly 9% of their paychecks into their 401k retirement accounts. Three years later, obviously dot-com bubble, stocks were 33% cheaper before 401k contributions had dropped by nearly a quarter. So so in essence, at, at pricing, when pricing was at its peak, contributions was at its peak. Yep. 
And then when pricing dropped, contributions dropped. dropped. Yeah. 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 It's, and, and that is, that's what this message is. Behavior matters. Listen, it's um, human managing human behavior. It really is the keystone of implementing and executing a successful investment strategy. There's no doubt about it. Um, You know, one of the challenging things about managing behavior is it, it is it's hard to do it on your own. You know, not to be you know spiritual, but the reality is is it, well whether you're spiritual or not, if you really ask yourself, you know, what are the worst things about me? When do I when when does the worst about me you know show itself, if you will? Oftentimes that happens in isolation. That's right. Oftentimes it happens in isolation. It's it's why we as as people don't like to be you know the whole concept of of you know at least our faith is that hey you know we need to be open and transparent with each other, brother to brother, in a safe way. But that's ex- that's extremely extremely uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. But the reason it's so uncomfortable is because there's there's a solution in that. There's recovery in that. There's getting better in that. You know, it's just like, uh, I'll give you a, a little example. It's like uh, going to the gym with a commitment to work out by yourself every day, right? You know, because you're doing it by yourself, it's easy to cheat. It's easy to sleep in. It's easy to not worry about it. It's easy to, you know, uh, that last I, I had a tough day yesterday. So as a result, I got to be able to take off today. Mm-hmm. Had a long day, right? But if you have a partner, well, you don't want to let the partner down, right? So in isolation, it's easier to, to, to make a mistake, but with a partnership, it's not. Um, you think about like eating healthy, right? If I'm trying to eat healthy by myself, you know, and I've worked long and I forgot to eat lunch and I'm hungry, like, you know, who cares? I hit up Taco Bell real quick. Not a big deal. Get the crunchy taco. It's not flour. <laughs> I, I just, <laughs> really, that's my mind. That's how I justify it. But, but the truth is, is if I'm eating healthy with other people and we're all striving for the same goal, then it's obviously easier to be more obedient and disciplined. Right. You know? And so, um, so the reality is with investing, I think, I think that very much holds true. You know, few of us, few of us, right. Have the, have the ability to manage ourselves in isolation, to manage ourselves in isolation. And so if good behavior is the best, if good behavior is the best predictor of investment returns, then obviously working within a relationship with a financial advisor is the best way of doing it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now we're reading this just like you guys are reading it and we're allowing you to, 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 to really see the transparency from us because, you know, when Mo and I grade ourselves of, of how, how are we, how are we on this side of the relationship with our clients? You know, we're basically saying, you know what? We're not doing all that we need to do. We need to step it up. We need to be closer, more connected, more engaging. We need to give our clients the opportunity to to feel comfortable to allow us to be transparent with them. And so, uh, you know, we're we're reading this, and also I think, you know, really checking our our message here at Asset Management Group, saying, hey, let's make sure that we're doing what's necessary here to 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 bring the value to our clients. Yeah, it's a little bit of a vulnerability, right? I mean. Obviously, we we believe in the investment strategies we put it put together for you based off the plan. But in some aspects, you know, are we taking into consideration your emotions? You know, are we are are we coaching you the right way? Right. I, so some of this some of this is is a little bit of vulnerable vulnerability uh, because some you know who knows what happens during this project. Right. Maybe we've uncovered that 
the, this investment strategy that we put together on a planning side work works, but on the emotional side, maybe you, you have felt a little bit of, you know, fear and um, the, the opportunity to express that fear or concern wasn't there. Right. So this, this, this process and this project that we're in right now is going to, in, our, in, in my opinion, and I think, Andrew, you, you probably feel the same way, is going to deepen the relationship that we have. Yeah. with you because we're going to know not only the, the 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 financial side but the emotional side to your to your plan it's going to deepen the relationship yeah. and and i think you know beyond all that that is our desire here at asset management group it's not you know what obviously growth and new business is fantastic but we want to serve you guys well and and that's that's really this project is really going to bring that to life being able to slow down connect with you Let's work through some of this stuff together and let's just re-engage. And so anyway, super excited about that. You got anything else you want to mention or on the book? Uh, or are we book? good? Yeah, this is this is good. You know, again, uh, the offer is there um, for, for everyone. So all you have to do is just give us a call, shoot us, shoot us an email or a text and uh, say you want your book, the, the Laws of Wealth, and we will get it out to you. And join us, join us on this uh, on this in this book club. Yeah, send us questions and uh, join us. We'll definitely bring up your questions on the podcast or whatever it may be. And uh, we appreciate it, guys. Once again, every week, please, by all means, stay tuned and stay connected. We got a lot of moving things happening, a lot of uh, this project that's coming down the road starting next week. So anyway, we love you all. We hope you uh, have a wonderful, wonderful weekend. And of course, if you need anything, let us know. Reach out to us. Our team is here ready to serve you. Otherwise, we're going to be reaching out to you literally within the next week. So be blessed, be safe, and we'll see you soon. Investment advisory services offered through Asset Management Group, a registered investment advisor. Andrew Knight and Moise Param provide general information, not individually targeted personalized advice, and are not liable for the usage of information discussed. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles should not be considered investment advice or a recommendation to buy or sell any of these financial vehicles. This information should also not be considered tax or legal advice. Individuals should consult with a professional specializing in the fields of tax, legal accounting, or investments regarding the applicability of this information for their situation. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments will fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Any comments regarding safe and secure investments and guaranteed income streams refer only to fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to securities or investment advisory products. Fixed insurance and annuity product guarantees are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing company and are offered through Asset Management Group. By contacting Asset Management Group, you may be provided information regarding the purchase of insurance products.